Welcome to the journey with Sarah Alexia, where we embark on life's roller coasters together because this life is not easy. Join me, your host, Sarah Alexia, as we navigate the twists and turns, finding comfort in the belief that with a touch of humor, because I can be funny, a sprinkle of motivation, and a dash of divine guidance, life's journeys becomes not just bearable, but truly remarkable. Get ready for a podcast full of wisdom, motivation, and the timeless words from the good book itself, the Holy Bible. Let the journey begin. Yo, 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 check out this song real quick. Um, I hope that you guys have been enjoying my previous episodes. Again, if you have any feedback, feel free to follow me on Instagram, add me on Facebook, I'm on TikTok, I'll get other platforms, but let me know your thoughts, let me know how you're feeling, let me know if you want me to talk about anything specific or if there's anything about me that you want me to expand on, please let me know. So you're probably wondering, why did I start off with that song? Well, based on this title, you know, Valentine's Day is coming and also being ashamed of single, being ashamed of being single is also a thing that's in the air. So let's get into it. So I realized over the years that every holiday, especially Valentine's Day, I would be super, super sad solely because these holidays simply remind me of how single I am. For some reason, however, my mind began to shift this year because why does it matter if I'm single? Now this podcast is nowhere near I'm going to tell you it's better to be single, blah, blah, blah. But I really needed to think Why does it matter if I'm single on Christmas? Why does it matter if I'm single on Thanksgiving? Why does it matter if I'm single on New Year's Eve and I don't get to kiss the boo at 12 a.m.? Why does it matter if I don't have the matching PJs? Am I ashamed of being single? If so, why? So before we get into things, if you have been listening to my podcast, you know I love to define words. So let's define two words here. Let's define the word single and let's define the word ashamed. Single according to Google, is only one not of several, unmarried, not involved in a stable sexual relationship, an individual person. Ashamed, embarrassed, or guilty because of one's actions, characteristics, or associations. Reluctant to do something through fear of embarrassment or humiliation. So the title of my podcast is called Ashamed of Being Single. When we break down the title according to the definitions I just read, it is essentially saying embarrassed and guilty because of an association with being an individual person 
or embarrassed and guilty with associated with being unmarried basically or not involved in a sexual relationship. When you put it that way, it sounds crazy. But even though it seems crazy, I've been here before. And I'm still in the season of recovering from this mindset. But then I had to but I had to wonder at some point how did I get here in the first place? Like how did I get to the point where I'm ashamed of being single. Like, shame is a thing when it's attached to my singleness. Like, I really had to do some reflection within myself and think, why am I ashamed of being single? And I came up with a couple of reasons. And if this resonates with you, I'm happy that I'm not alone. If it doesn't, it is what it is. So here's a couple of reasons as to why I am ashamed of being single. The first reason is insecurity. And what I mean by insecurity is, I think that if I have a man, that it would prove that I am beautiful, it would prove that I'm a baddie, it would prove that I got it like that, and it would just basically prove that I'm wanted by a man. But if I'm not wanted by a man, it just makes me feel insecure and it makes me feel ashamed, like, dang, am I not beautiful enough? Another reason is, it's the norm of society. Everyone's in a relationship. So if everyone's in a relationship and I'm not in a relationship, it makes me reflect and think, am I doing something wrong? And it invites shame in that era. Now, another reason is outside pity. You start to feel the sorriness in people's presence when they know you're single. So like, for example, if you're with a group of friends and all of them are in relationships and you're the only one not in a relationship, they're just like, oh, sorry, I just can't wait until you get a boyfriend so we can, you know, so this conversation can resonate. Or sorry, I can't wait till you get married so that way we can talk about married couple stuff. Like you just feel like, dang, sorry, you're not good enough to be a part of our clique because you don't understand what it feels like to be in a relationship. Or as you're getting older and, you know, the older couples are just talking about, yeah, you know, your time is coming, but you didn't ask. But they keep telling you your time is coming. But you, you never asked about your time, which gets into my next point. I'm getting quote unquote old. Although I will say I have been given enough grace to know that I'm actually not that old. Like that's something that I'm proud to say. Like I don't think I'm that old. I be thinking I'm 22 sometimes and my body be feeling like it's 22. And not many folks my age can have that testimony. But again, folks will say you're getting old. It's time to start dating. It's time to start getting married. People are usually married by your age, things of that nature. But these are just a few points. And just to summarize everything I said, the reason why I believe I was ashamed of being single is insecurity. I'm not part of the norm. People feel sorry for me. And according to my age, I am quote unquote behind. And you're probably just like me. And maybe these points resonate with you. Well, at least you know now you're not alone. But want to know what's crazy? I didn't know I was ashamed of being single. It was not until I started to see certain patterns in my life. Now, let me be hot here. Humble, open, and transparent. That's something I stole from Michael Todd at Transformation Church. But I'm going to be humble, open, and transparent. Because some of these patterns I started to realize was low-key, not even low-key, was high-key crazy. So here's, here's one pattern that I realized. I would always make it seem like I am talking to someone or I got a man chasing me. And a good nine times out of ten, I would be lying. Either there was no man involved at all, or I was the one doing the heavy chasing, like hikey stalking, to make sure that, you know, we're in communication. Now, this sounds crazy, but what's bad is that I've been doing this since I was in middle school, up until I was like 25. Like, 
from middle school to the age of 25, I've been sitting there lying and deceiving people like, yeah, I got it like that. Or I got a man. Just oh, Sarah always had a man, but there was no man ever present. But again, the reason why I did this is because the norms in these times is that you had to be in a relationship or everyone's in the relationship. So I did this just to fit the norm. Not saying that it's okay, but the reason why I did this is so that I can fit the norm and I can be like everyone else and I can share the stories like everyone else. The second thing that I would do, which was a, you know, was a, was a point to the first, was a sign from the first point that I wasn't healed yet, is that I would buy myself gifts. So I would buy myself a wallet, I would buy myself necklaces, teddy bears, you name it. And I would have the audacity to say that so-and-so, some man, bought it for me. Bro, it was so bad to the point where my mom got me this heart necklace on Valentine's Day. It was mad cute. And I took it as the perfect opportunity to say, a man got it for me. Like, I posted on Snapchat, I was like, thanks, babe, with a heart. Like, what? I'm so sorry, mom, by the way. It was a beautiful necklace. But... I gave uh, credit to some in invisible man. And that, again, that's crazy. And again, I'm just being hot here. And one last thing I'll share, but trust me, I did other things too. But the last thing that I got into as I got older is I would be way too quick to jump into a relationship. Like, I would know good and well that I didn't like particular dudes. But for the sake of not being single, I would just chat, I would just tap in. But all that did was just cause destruction. And BT Dubs, if you haven't checked out my last episode, Free From Destruction, make sure you take a listen after this. But I would jump into relationships with just, you know, dudes who, who, who really wanted to pursue me, but I didn't really want to be pursued by them. But for the sake of not being single, I just jumped in so that way, again, I can fit the norm. So why do I mention all of this? Well, when you're ashamed, it opens a door for so many unnecessary things to come in. My shame opened the door for deception and destruction. And at times it would be hard for me to look at myself in the mirror because I was out here just lying and deceiving folks and causing destruction in the lives of people who didn't deserve it. Because deep down inside, I was embarrassed of being an individual. Embarrassed of being an individual. It's so crazy. But we bless God for his grace and his mercy. Again, I bless God for his grace and his mercy. I had to overcome this phase of my life because it was just a phase. Like I knew at some point, or the Holy Spirit knew at some point, that there was going to be an end to this. And it wasn't an easy process, but it got done. So the first thing that I did in order to undo this mindset of being ashamed because I'm single, I had to step down from a lot of things in my life. We're often taught, especially in church for me, to keep ourselves busy and the right one would come along. I was always told to just serve and serve and my husband would find me. Now here's why I simply don't agree with that advice, respectfully. Because if you have someone who is basically desperate to be in a relationship and you give them that advice, they will serve all right. They'll serve, they'll keep themselves busy, but they're doing this with wrong intentions. They will serve with the intention of my husband is going to see me. Like this was me. Thankfully, in every area that I served, it was extremely fruitful and prosperous. Like what, what, what grew was great. There was multiplication and increase in everything that I served in. And again, we thank God for his grace. That is simply God because my intentions wasn't any of that. My intentions were to, was to be seen by my future husband. 
And I say this to say, at some point, I had to ask myself, why am I feeling so burnt out when it comes to these things that I quote unquote love or these things that I'm quote unquote, quote unquote good at? Because at some point, and this is not just in church, but at some point, the extra things that I was picking up started to exhaust me and I was feeling burnt out. But I had to ask myself, I'm so good at it. Why is it causing exhaustion? And that's when I really had to have a conversation with self. And I'm like, well, Sarah, you kind of started this thing, started this thing off with the wrong intentions. Like, yeah, you're good at it, but now it's becoming too much for you. And because you didn't get what you want out of it, now it's making you exhausted. And what's crazy is I just had to step back. I had to step back. I had to rest my mind. I had to rest my soul. And the crazy part about it is the advice that I was getting to stay busy caused me to feel more shame in my singleness. But now that I'm resting, resting my mind and resting my soul, I'm still single. But I'm at peace with being single. And I'm reminded of Adam in the Bible where, you know, he didn't have to strive to be in a relationship. Yes, he was busy, but he was busy and happy. Like he was busy because he wanted to be busy. When he was serving in the garden, it was not in the, with the intention to be married. In fact, it wasn't until he rested, that's when he was presented with his wife. Now, hear me clearly, please, 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 hear me clearly. I'm not telling you to go rest and drop everything for the sake of a husband or wife. Please, I beg, I beg, I beg. Remember, everything always comes down to motive. So, remember, you know, check with the Holy Spirit before you start dropping things. Um, the second thing that I did, and this was after my mind and soul was rested, I had to get to know myself as an individual. There's a book called Single But Not For Long by Sophie Gibson. And in one of her chapters, she says this. Your single days should be a time to explore and learn about what makes you happy. Your evolution does not stop just because you're in a relationship. Life's moments, expected and unexpected, will very much change your views, emotions, and influence your decisions. I'm not saying change personalities wherever you go. What I'm saying is get to know enough of yourself so that even if your environment changes or someone new comes into your life, you remain true to yourself. Again, that is a quote from Sophie Gibson's book, Single But Not For Long. I may or may not know her. So during my resting season, I had to get to know who the real Sarah Alexia was. So the real Sarah Alexia, I realized in my resting period is she likes to talk, aka this is why I started a podcast, lol. The real Sarah Alexia knows how to cook. Now, I never knew this because I was so busy with life and just eating out to the point where I would, I would tell people, yeah, I don't know how to cook. Yeah, I don't know how to cook. But that was a lie. That was a lie. Once I started to rest and just be with myself, I enjoy cooking. You know, I actually know how to cook. I can throw a bomb dish. I actually like to eat healthy. So, you know, like people would always see me. I'm always eating McDonald's, Wendy's, Chick-fil-A, always at Chipotle, always eating out, you know, acting like I got it like that. But I actually really don't like that lifestyle. I actually really don't like eating out. I'd rather enjoy my own cooking. And I actually like to eat healthy. I love plants. But I didn't know that because I was so busy with life. The real Sarah Alexia loves to read books. The real Sarah Alexia loves spending time with her family. And something that I really just noticed, I love wearing dresses. Like, there's this, there was this phase in my life where I was just wearing baggy clothes and Crocs and all that. I actually don't like that. <laughs> I realized that a couple weeks ago. Like, I don't like that. I actually wear, like wearing dresses and heels. But I would have never knew this if I didn't find out who I was as an individual. Now, there, these are just a few things that I found out about myself. And if I did not put the shame to the side and just rested my mind and soul, I would have never found these out. 
And my last point is, I had to, or my last, the last thing that I did is, I had to realize that there's power in my singleness. What I mean by this is that the more I pour into myself as an individual, the more my bride price goes up. Hey, so I realized that cultivating yourself as an individual is much more important than being in a relationship. Now, in no way, shape or form am I saying singleness is quote unquote better because your girl very much desires to be in a relationship still. But what I'm saying is that what I pour into myself now will determine the outcome of my relationship, will determine the outcome of my marriage. That's the power. The power is I have the ability to determine the outcome of the relationship that I'm in and the marriage that I'm in. We've heard the quote, you are what you attract. So because I am what I attract, I need to cultivate myself as an individual first in order to experience double in my relationship, double in my marriage, because I am what I attract. So those are my three points when it comes to undoing this mindset of ashamed of being single. Again, my first point was I had to step down, step back, and rest. I had to rest my mind, I had to rest my soul, and just really just be at peace with not being busy. The second thing is I had to get to know who I was as an individual. I had to get to know the real Sarah Alexia. And the third thing is I had to realize that there's power in my singleness. And because of that, it allows me to cultivate myself as an individual. So that way I can experience the double in my relationship and in my marriage. So remember, there's no need to be ashamed of your singleness, but I get it. I've been there and I'm still, I'm still recovering. But just know you're a diamond on top of a shelf. And it's going to take the right one to want to get up on that stool to spot you and call you theirs. But until then, rest. Rest your mind, rest your soul with the guiding of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> get to know yourself. What do you like to do? You know, what are some dishes you like to make? What's a hobby you want to pick up because you genuinely want to do it? And cultivate. How can you grow yourself as an individual? How can you increase that bride price? So these are just three things to reflect on as you are, you know, going on this journey of singleness and learning to just be proud of being an individual. Now, if this episode resonated with you deeply, I have a little journal activity for you. That's something, I, that's another thing I'm learning about myself. I like to journal, but I like to journal by with, with answering questions. Um, so I have a few questions that I want you to write down and just answer them. Just answer them so that way you can reflect and process, you know, your single season. The first question I want to ask you is, are you ashamed of being single? Like, just be true to yourself. Like, I had to ask myself that and the answer was yes. Now, if I asked myself that today, the answer would be no. Um, again, I'm still recovering, but the answer would be, yeah, I'm, I'm good. The second question I want you, to, you to, want you to ask yourself is, what are some things I need to let go of in this season? Are there extra things you picked up just to keep yourself busy? Are there extra friendships that you picked up just to keep yourself busy? And the third question, which is the last question is, how can I cultivate myself as an individual to experience the double in my relationship? What are some things you can pour, to your, pour into yourself now so that way when Mr. Wright or Mrs. Wright comes, you guys are just a powerhouse. Y- y'all are just a force to be reckoned with. Um, so those are the three questions that you can ask yourself and reflect. Um, before I end this episode, I, I strongly believe that I should just pray. Um, so dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you. We honor you. We glorify you. God, I thank you for the ears listening to this right now. And I pray right now, God, that if they're single, that they will just continue to rest in you 
um, that they would get to know themselves and that they would cultivate themselves, God. I pray right now for their future spouse, wherever it is, God. I pray that as they begin to reset their minds, God, and just be at peace, God, that you are also sending their Boaz or sending their Ruth, God. And I pray, God, for their union right now, God, that they would be a force to be reckoned reckon with because of the work they did right now, God. So I just thank you for what you're doing. I thank you for the multiplication that is to come in their relationship, God. But I also thank you for the multiplication that is to come in their single season. So have your way in their lives. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, that's the end of this episode. I pray that it blesses you. I pray God, I pray that, you know, my vulnerability um, was able just to help you and that it resonated with you and that you also know that you're not alone. So thank you for listening and I will catch you on the next episode. Be blessed.